Welcome everyone to the comedy, the series Halloween Spooktacular. And here is your host, some spooky sheep. The German chat-up line. Number nine. You're so hot, I could use you as fuel. For the winters are long here in the mountains. Number zwein. You're so sweet, I could put you in my coffee. I have a bathtub full of it at home. Come to my home. Number zwein. You're so pretty, I could stab a dog. Number vier. You've stolen my heart. You're the worst surgeon ever. <laughs> Number four. You set my soul on fire. For which I have taken Gaviscon. You also gave me the herpes. Gaviscon will not work on my herpes. Number six. I see your face whenever I close my eyes. Because I have carved your likeness on the inside of my eyelids using a compass. Would you care for some coffee? Das is the end. Ah, good morning, sir. Yes, a felicitous motto to you, stout yeoman of comedically required devices of this sketch. Eh? Good morning! Oh, yes! <laughs> uh, what a lovely morning it is! Quite so! An effervescent showing from our solar provider of life, warmth, and much-required vitamins! Long may its fiery visage create the most picturesque vista on this exquisite morn! Sorry? The sun's out and it looks lovely! Oh, yes! Yes, it's a, it's a really nice day! Quite so! Now then, my daughter is hosting a party tonight and wants to make an impression on her guests. I've chosen to take this literally and decided to buy her some impressions. Because, as you know, nothing impresses people quite like a pitch-perfect impersonation. Well, uh, you've come to the right place, Squire. We are the Impersonation Emporium. We have every impression you could possibly think of. Precisely my rationale. Now then, I have a list here. Do you have Dua Lipa? Oh, Dua Lipa. She's a singer, I believe. Uh, no. That's quite all right. How about, uh... Cardi B. Not on Tuesday, sir. Pish! No bother. How about, um, Black China? Yes, sir. Excellent. I'll have a Black China impersonation, please. <laughs> oh, I see. Sorry, sir. Uh, I thought you were talking to me. That's my name, you see. Mr. Graham Black China. Hmm. Okay. Any Zendaya? No, sir. Taylor Swift? No. Anyone from Love Island? No. Lily Singh? Adele? Any of the Kardashians? Cheryl Cole, perhaps? No, no, I'm afraid not, sir, no. Not much of an impression shop, really, is it? Ah, oh, well, we do have the best sellers very much in stock, sir. And what are they, pray tell? Well, we've got your Robert De Niro, your Al Pacino, your uh, Christopher Walken, your Frank Bruno, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Frank Spencer. Do you have anybody from the last 20 years, perchance? Oh, yes, sir, we have a Scooby-Doo. He was in a film called Monsters Unleashed as recently as 2004. Hmm. And all men, I see. Well, we, well, we do have Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo, sir. They're dogs. Male dogs. All dogs are male, sir. Just like all cats are girls. I see. Britain's Got Talent impressionist Paul Burling bought a job lot of Scrappy-Doos just this morning. Did he? Oh, yes, sir. We do staggeringly well with middle-aged white men, squire. And what of women? 
or people under 25. Well, you can't expect our clientele to do impressions of women, sir. And why is that? Well... Are none of your customers women? Well, no. Stop uh, saying well. Oh, right then. Do you have anything for someone who has never seen a Martin Scorsese film or Predator? Well, we do have the devil, sir. The devil? Yes, sir. In fact, he's on sale, it being Halloween and all, sir. Interesting. And you'd be uh, fine with a woman or a non-binary person doing said impersonation? Oh, yes, sir. He who walks backwards, the lord of the flies, the fallen king cannot be confined by earthly cages such as physical form or gender. He asks only that you open your soul to him. He'll do the rest. Fascinating. Although I can't quite picture how it will sound. Uh, could you give me a demonstration? Oh, I'd be happy to, sir. Although you may want to put on these earmuffs. Hearing the voice of the Prince of Darkness unfiltered can cause, um... Well, answer me this. Do you like spiders, sir? Not really, no. Yeah, well, then you'll definitely want to put the earmuffs on. Ready? Here we go. Hmm. There's a new Terminator film out there, Sierra, isn't there? Oh, yes, sir. I'll take an Arnold Schwarzenegger, please. There you go, sir. And have you any cheese, perchance? Oh, that's next door, sir. And now on BBC Four, In Search of Jack the Ripper, with Timon from The Lion King. Hey, how you doing? My name's Timon. Pumba couldn't be here today. He's been slaughtered and eaten by a family of five. Gas mark seven, in case you're wondering. But then, with Pumba, everything's gas. <laughs> anyway, I'm here today to find out the true identity of Jack the Ripper. For decades now, it's been a conundrum that's haunted the minds of man and meerkat alike. And today, I'm going to find out once and for all. Uh, hey, you! You're talking to me? Who's Jack the Ripper? What? Who's Jack the Ripper? Uh... Okay, thanks anyway. Uh, hey, you! Who's Jack the Ripper? Sorry, what was that? Okay, never mind. Well... We didn't find out who Jack the Ripper was today, but tune in next week when I'll try to lure him out of hiding the only way I know how. By dressing in drag and dancing the hula. Wow! Welcome to Your Nightmares. The show in which listeners send in letters describing their worst nightmares read verbatim to you by me, your ghoulish host. Brian. Tonight's letter is from Harriet Clark of London. It concerns a dream in which she turned into a piano. Your discretion is advised. Still with me? My, my, what a brave soul you are. The letter begins. I was in Thailand, and I was also a Bechstein upright, which was the type of piano I had before I left home. Since the king had passed, I had foolishly forgotten that it was the dumb thing to only display black, and, as a piano, I had not realised that my glaring white keys would cause serious upheaval to the locals. When I clambered off the plane in Bangkok, which, due to the sheer girth of my instrumental figure, had to be done in the style of a somewhat inelegant crab, it was promptly made apparent that my fears were not just pure paranoia. 
I had to think on my feet, or indeed, my pedals. I surged through the catalogue of pieces in my mind in a furious attempt to locate the most discordant piece I could play, which would enable my hands to cover the whites, focusing only on those reverential sharps and flats around the black-clothed respectful natives. To my sheer surprise and delight, the plan worked, and I managed to get through customs with not even a shake of a head as I rapidly played through the confusing but gorgeous repertoire of the preludes of Cloud Debussy, predominantly focusing on the minstrels in Book One. It was a huge success. Not only did my hands cover those rude whites, but the impromptu concert had a quite remarkable response from the crowd at gate five, applauding and demanding an encore. Dutifully, I blitzed through the similar pieces from that romantic era, spreading across Baroque as I passed through the doors of the airport and into the street. Mistakenly relieved that I had circumnavigated the danger unscathed, I now realised that if I were to avoid conflict in the country... The entirety of my much-needed holiday had briskly been converted into a very intense week of piano practice. The horror of this notion shook me awake, at which point I lay in the bed, my hands quite spookily aching, as if I'd been playing piano in my sleep. And that brings an end to tonight's tale of terror. I'm now going to go for a massive shit. Hi, I'm the ghost of Steve Jobs. Ooh, haha, <laughs> not really. But I did upload my consciousness to the iCloud before dying, so I could tell you about the all-new iPhone 6. I sure hope nobody hacks in and steals my consciousness like all those nude ladies. Haha, <laughs> not really. I mean, how would that even work? You want to buy the iPhone 6 because of the following new features. The ability to wear it as a watch, as a hat, or a pair of pants, or trousers if you're British or gay. The ability to fly, fix leakages, cause leakages, check train times, become one with the train times, turn cats into dogs, dogs into rats, or rats into cats, listen to music, download the face of a favorite celebrity or foreign dignitary, Upload it to your own skull and become that person as you dance to the terrible rhythm of your barely beating heart as you gaze with new eyes upon the light of a blood-red moon. Or simply watch videos on 3G, 4G, 9G, 12,002G, or the forbidden minus 5G, which has been known to cause blindness and loss of lungs. You want to buy the new iPhone 6. You may not think that you do, but while you've been listening to me, I've uploaded myself into your soul, which is why you're now hearing me in your own voice. Aren't you? Yes, Steve. Aren't you? Yes, Steve. Aren't you? Yes, Steve. I am Steve. I am Steve. I am Steve Jobs. I will now buy the iPhone 6. I will buy the new iPhone 6. I need the new iPhone 6. I will buy the new iPhone 6. I will buy the new iPhone 6. Hey up, I'm Robin Thicke, cause you like your bloodlines, you've been domesticated, animal, oh let me blow smoke in your face, I miss physical contact, hey it's Halloween, and you're a sexy young girl, not too young mind, I've been warned about that, can't do anything these days, bloody me too, my mate Keith right, he's a lollipop man, and he's been told, he... anyway, anyway, edit point, edit point, 
Hey, it's Halloween, and you're a sexy girl, young lady. Uh, very much old enough to go to university and therefore probably in need of a sexy, spooky Halloween costume. Then come to Rollin Thick's Young Girl, uh, Young Lady Halloween Costume Emporium. We've got all sorts of tat that you can throw together to make something reek bloody tarty, such as wigs, fishnet stockings, vampire capes, suspenders, zombie paraphernalia, push-up bras, a bootleg DVD of The Mummy starring Tom Cruise, lipstick, a vial containing my actual blood that can be worn as a pendant around your neck or perhaps on your wrist, devil horns, an upside-down crucifix with a sexy Lady Jesus combining the profanely blasphemous with just a hint of the erotic, a werewolf mask, a banner that says Robin Thicke has a big dick, written again using my own blood, and a naughty policewoman costume, and many more. So if you want an outfit that will get men like me ruining your evening and blaming you for it, that can also be repurposed as an occult-themed hen party, then come to Robin Thicke's sexy Halloween costume warehouse emporium. As usual, proof of age is by no means required. Spooky static, spooky static. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from its lab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise called me a cunt yes he called me a cunt called me a cunt which was very very rude called me a cunt i thought he might start grooving called me a cunt instead he called me a cunt Dracula arrived with some girls in a trance. They flapped their capes and they started to dance. They asked my monster to join their wolves of the dead, and I thought he might, but alas, instead. Call me a cunt! He called me a cunt again. Call me a cunt! Specifically me. Call me a cunt! He didn't even look at Dracula. Call me a cunt! When he called me a cunt, the Ooh. zombies were on their way. Decided not to stay. The guests included Wolfman, Brian Harvey, and Darren Day. The music was quiet and the punch was weak. There was an awkward feeling that we couldn't speak. The mummy looked bored and said she had to go. I said, Shall we dance first? But the mummy said no. Called me a cunt. Then my monster called me a cunt again. Called me a cunt. Because of course he did. Called me a cunt. Dracula left as well. Call me a cunt. In fact, most people were going. Out of my TV came the girl from Ring. Seems she was troubled by just one thing. Looked me in the eye and shook her fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist, you fucking cunt? Yes, she called me a cunt as Call well. Me a cunt. The girl from Ring. Call me a cunt. This was the worst birthday Call ever. Me a cunt. <sighs> I looked around and it was just us three The girl from Ring, my monster and me Then my monster from his couch began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was
does a graveyard smash? The monster mash. It caught on in a flash. The monster mash. And then he called me a cunt. Uh, oh, stop! Just like you've ruined the evening. You've, you've just, you've made everything really awkward for everyone. Stop doing, stop wanking. Stop wanking. What a horrible thing to do! Isn't it bad enough to call me a cunt in front of all my friends? Oh, that, oh, you've, oh, he's come. He's come. probably have written this down. Uh, this episode of Comedy the Series was written and produced by John Sharp with additional material by Harriet Clark. Uh, it was a good old JR production for the BBC. Uh, they don't know that. Don't tell them for God's sake. Uh, and uh, oh, it's Halloween, isn't it? We'll have a happy Halloween. Uh, or don't. I'm, I'm not your dad. You don't have to do what I tell you. One-liners, one-liners, here comes a very quick joke. There was once a vampire prime minister of the UK. It was Tony Blair, Blair. One-liners, one-liners, I hope you like that funny joke. One-liners, one-liners, two-day!